This week on Last Week, we're getting back to our roots with game news and getting into a new industry with fashion news. Like your parents' old clothes, <clears throat> we're back, and we're in fashion. This is Last Week on the Internet. I'm Jake. Joining with me, as always, is Fonz. How you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. That's good. Um, I'm glad. I'm a little tired, but you know what? We're here for the goose. Yeah, I think we've got a pretty <clears throat> goof-filled episode uh, coming up. Coming up hot, and then we've got some uh, some big news at the end of the show, so so stick around. We're going to clickbait you into actually listening to the full episode. Stick around. <laughs> we'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, let's. Uh, I <laughs> I do thoroughly enjoy this first story, but I want you to take the uh, the limelight because you introduced it to me. So, um, <laughs> so I you know what the the problem with all these these stories the things that with the stories let <laughs> let people uh, look behind the curtain for a second. Yeah, is that like are usually not always we sometimes move stuff around. But a lot of the time, the first stories are also the oldest stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, well, while let me, while I'm telling you about the story, let me just refresh myself on what yeah. is. So a um, a professional Overwatch player. Because that's uh, a thing. That yeah, I know that's a weird <laughs> sentence to say. Uh, a professional Overwatch player uh, got in trouble and got uh, banned from his team. I think kicked off his team. I don't. Yeah. He got kicked um, off of Toronto Esports. Yes. When, while he was recording, or he when he was uh, playing, he was streaming, mm-hmm. he um, had an outburst, a, <laughs> a racist outburst, oh, and yeah. um, the video, if you are not a fan of uh, racist language, you should probably skip this video, Yeah. but uh, we'll give you the basic gist of it. Uh, he uh, gets killed in the video. He's playing Widowmaker, and um, when he respawns, something just is very... His, he's been perturbed by it very yeah. much, and he just starts just chanting out the N-word. He just, yes. He's just <laughs> rattling it out. He's a rapid fire saying it. I don't yeah. even know, like... He's going so fast, it blends. It all blends together. Yeah, for for just about thirty straight seconds, he's just saying the n word over and over. Yeah. Again. So there is a little bit of backstory. Um, he apparently okay. So as, no. yeah, <laughs> as uh, as inappropriate as this video is, I I'm gonna I'm gonna turn this around. I'm gonna turn this into a goof <clears> because <throat> I do actually think it's kind of funny because not the racist part, obviously. <laughs> um. Basically, as he was going through the match, he said that he like felt like someone on the other team was cheating, and yeah. um, then he respawned, like you were saying, and he saw one of his teammates not moving at all. Then, yeah. to make it even better, someone on the other team accused him of cheating. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh. so it was that was the straw that broke the camel's back. And um, I think the best part about the video, I really wish, I might have to, like, see, I know you can put links to YouTube videos and it starts at a certain spot. Can you make it end at a certain spot? And we can put, <laughs> like, the, so. the censored version. Or maybe I'll just download it and put that loud beep 
over like <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the racist part, which is the majority of the video. Um, but I think the greatest part about it is right before he starts doing that, uh, he's like talking normally. And yeah, yeah. I was, I was really bored by the video because I was like, "All right, so what's happening? Nothing's happening right now." Yeah, you can like tell he's getting kind of upset a little bit, but his his level his level of voice is just normal, you know, normal yeah. speech. And then he's just like out of nowhere, he's like, "You're really gonna say that, huh?" Yeah, and he's just like, I was like yeah. "Oh shit, <laughs> yeah. it's about to start." Yeah, <laughs> I thought that he was gonna go because all it says in when I saw the story was like goes on goes on a racist rant. Uh-huh. racist tirade and i was just like oh shit he's about to like go off say like this is why these people suck and all this stuff yeah. no he just says the n-word a lot oh, yeah so um naturally his contract with toronto esports got canceled um and then so like here's the other the, this is the pico de gallo of the story yeah uh so he releases an apology and he's like you know saying i had a bad day things weren't going well in the match and i felt like someone else in the match was cheating and he says so he sums it up by saying i'm not all despite what i said i'm not racist i just wanted to say the most offensive thing that i could think of to like get at the other player and that's what came to mind and it's just mm. like, and then he he tweeted out and said, uh, "I'm sorry, I fucked up. I'm done with esports. I won't be returning." That's the thing. I don't think that was a choice of yours. I'm pretty sure no <laughs> team would have picked you up after this. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I don't think you decided to be done with esports. I think your your team esports were done with you. Yeah, cancels your contract, and you have pretty much zero percent chance of getting on any other team. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you uh, if you're not faint of heart. And you can deal with a little bit of uh, casual racism. It's not casual. Um, <laughs> just listen to the first part of the video. I just think it's hilarious how like he goes from zero to one hundred real quick. He just starts yelling so loud. <laughs> uh, yeah, he gets mad. Oh man, I mean, maybe I'm a douchebag because I like laugh when people get angry about <laughs> games. <laughs> that's not to no, say that I. Bad. Yeah, that's not to say that I haven't gotten angry, but definitely not on that level ever because it's just like it's a game. I'll, yeah. I don't have a problem with rage quitting because that's like, in my opinion, that's the equivalent of just like walk away from the situation. Like you don't have to make it escalate. And yeah. if he wanted to, he could have just rage quit. <laughs> but uh, I guess he I guess he went with a different different decision. But um, yep. in other mm-hmm. game news, oh man, 2017, the year of the pre-order. Um, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I have never, even at this point, I haven't pre-ordered as many games in my entire life as I have in this year, and like I don't think it's stopping. I don't see it. I don't see it stopping. I was just uh, reading an article on uh, Kotaku. You're gonna pre-order this? Uh, <laughs> oh, buddy. Um, I was just reading an article on Kotaku that was titled "Stop Pre-ordering Games," and I was really? just like, "Yeah, I'll, I I'll put a link. <laughs> I'll put a link in the description, and then also I'll send it to you, but." uh i was just like all right maybe (laughs) maybe pre-ordering all these games is like just the worst thing ever i'm gonna read this article and like i'm maybe they'll make some valid points and they did and when i finished reading the article i was like "Mm, still gonna pre-order those games (laughs) they made valid points but i don't feel like the (laughs) maybe i'm like in denial maybe i'm an addict and i'm in denial because they i felt like they made valid points but the points didn't apply to me so I was just like, <laughs> like 
uh, <laughs> this is the signs of being an addict. And you're like, dude, these remind me of someone. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, my fucking uncle. <laughs> Not me, dude. I don't yeah. know from. As I'm reading the article, I'm just like, man, people actually do this stuff? <laughs> oh, wait, this needs my credit card? Hold on, let me just yeah. that out really quickly. And there we go. Oh, oh we haven't, you haven't even said what game you're about to pre-order. Yeah. So, uh, everyone's favorite first-person shooter, Call of Duty and Infinity Ward, uh, Activision Infinity Ward, released the re- reveal trailer for... Call of Duty World War Two, which I really hope is a working title and is not. <laughs> not yes, the, me uh, too. That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah. Um. So far, all signs are kind of pointing that, pointing to that being the official title. But mm. they released the reveal trailer, and uh, I'll, as always, I'll put a link in the description. Um. The, the trailer is looking tight, and so here's the thing: I've always liked World War Two shooters, right? But mm-hmm. here's the other thing that is probably going to make me pre-order this. Here's the other thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> here's a list of reasons. No. Um, the other thing that's... the reasons of why I am and why you should, too. <laughs> yeah. This week's episode is sponsored by Call of Duty. World yeah. War II. <laughs> Working title. Yeah. <laughs> pre-order on Amazon. No. Um, <laughs> uh, well, that actually is one of the reasons Amazon pre-orders are tight, but... They got rid of, well, okay, this was just a reveal trailer, but they got rid of all the just, like, gimmicky crap that they put in Advanced Warfare, and I realized by them calling it World War II, they're basically pandering and just being like, hey, look, we're doing what we used to do, we're good again, please buy this, and right. it worked, because... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> because I am strongly considering pre-ordering this. The only thing that's that's potentially stopping me is actually a different pre-order <laughs> oh, for man. Destiny 2 because we all know Call of Duty comes out in November. Destiny 2 is coming out in September and honestly, I don't know if I have time for both. I just yeah. I don't know if I can do it. So, right That's now, fair. I haven't pre-ordered either one. Both of them are in limbo, but um yeah, I would definitely say check out that trailer. They're both high on your radar though. Yes, yes they I are. I hope I hope that 2017 doesn't turn into the the year that I just go back to all of these games that I used to play in like 2013, 2014. Yeah. Past years. I already did it with Hearthstone, man. Yeah. I true. kind of am there with right now with Heroes of the Storm, begrudgingly. <laughs> um I'm honestly saying I'm the same feeling with Hearthstone. I like playing Hearthstone now. Mm-hmm. I begrudgingly play it. I was with uh friend of the <laughs> oh, man. I was with friend of the show, uh Brittle at um yesterday last night. And by the time you listen to this, it'll be 2018. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, uh, we were we were with his girlfriend, um, and she was like, we she saw that we were playing Hearthstone, and she's like, oh man, I, why haven't you guys like ever asked me to like play that game? Uh-huh. And I just looked her into the eyes, in her eyes, and was like, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> if I could get out right now, I would go. <laughs> back a hundred percent yeah this isn't the life you want to live (laughs) the the answer is because we care about you yeah (laughs) (laughs) so that's how i feel about call of duty where i'm just like dude i'm so down for call of duty to go back to it's like fun days when it wasn't advanced and stuff but also man those days are behind me yeah but i'm older now uh, that's playing... basically it i'm just older yeah nothing else has changed 
not much else is different no yeah playing call of duty is like thinking back on a relationship that ended up not working out because in the beginning everything was super cool like you think back on those times very fondly and but that's how i feel about call of duty and then it changed and she, she started having jump out. packs and <laughs> yeah she started getting jet packs and being yeah. able to shoot around corners and shit and yeah. it just it ended up not working out in the end but here's the thing maybe you, you give those, it that second chance yeah you, you you just keep thinking about the the good old days of noob tubes and you're like i yeah. miss that <laughs> and nuke boosting in the corner yeah, yeah. Miss. she was oh. so pretty back then oh. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about anyways talk oh about this other God. thing that's coming out oh man nintendo is uh i wanted to say pandering but maybe not um here's the thing i thought about getting this (laughs) nintendo is releasing Uh, the new pre-ordered it do what so you already pre-ordered it no 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 um nintendo is releasing the terribly named new nintendo 2ds xl I'm wondering at what point they're going to stop adding either just random letters to the end of things or putting new at the beginning of it, because that doesn't make anything confusing at all. Um, The interesting part about the 2DS XL is that it is back to the clamshell design instead of the kind of end of a hatchet design of the (laughs) (laughs) regular 2DS. Um, But basically, I mean, it's it's pretty self-explanatory. It is a... uh, DS three DS XL without the three D. Um, right. So see, I yeah. always thought, I always thought the two DSs were interesting because I always thought the three DS, the three D in the three DS was very gimmicky because mm-hmm. like I never played a game and was like, dude, I'm playing this for the three D. Right. I just more thought like, where's the switch to turn off the three D? Yeah. Um. <laughs> so when I first heard about the two DS coming out, I was like, oh, you know what? That could be like good for me because i don't give a shit about the 3d so like that'd be cool and then i saw the design for the original yeah. 2ds i was like no absolutely yeah. not disgusting <laughs> you're burning like, a fire like, yeah go away you're like and by good for so, me i mean good for nobody because yeah and that's it's terrible that's <laughs> the same feeling i have for the new 2ds like they've made it look better mm-hmm. but it still does look like a phone i used to have in 2011 so yeah i could see that i i kind of like the design of it um more importantly uh i like the price launching at 149 but as someone who has the switch already i don't see it i don't see it as a i don't know i don't i can't think of off the top of my head there being any games in particular um tweet your rage at me because Ah. i know what i'm about to say is going to make some people angry that I can't think of any games in particular that I want to play on the DS right now that would make me want to go out and buy a DS. Here, do you hold it? Hold on, do you hear that? <laughs> yeah. That's me hear... tweeting my rage at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, like, yes, the first thing that comes to mind when I make that statement is Fire Emblem. Fair enough. But I'm going to wait for Fire Emblem to come out for the Switch in the Never because that's when it's going to mm. come out. But, right, right. um... <laughs> And you also don't care about the Pokemon, so not that much, to be right, honest. Right, 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 right. So, eh. I mean, the price I think is really good, but um, eh, I don't know. I I'll, I'll stick with playing the Switch for now. Um, but yeah, if you are interested in the 2DS and hate the fact that it looks like it should be tied to the end of a stick and ah. going through a door on The Shining then you can try out the 2ds xl and it's back to your uh, clamshell design I, I, one yeah. thing i'm kind of curious about and maybe i should have just watched the video because i didn't 
Um, are you looking at the picture right now? Yeah. Where are the speakers? Because I thought on the DS, on the uh, like long-standing series of DS, I thought they were on the sides of the top screen. But Looking there's the nothing picture, there. It feels like maybe there's a speaker at the very bottom. Yeah, you mean at the spot that would get covered by your hands when you're holding it. Well, <laughs> you have big hands like you. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it kind of, now that you mention it, it does look like at the bottom left and right, those are the speakers, and it looks like they would get covered by your hand while you're playing it. Yeah. So, that's weird. I, I, I just don't, I kind of don't like the fact that there's so much blank space next to the screens. I am watching or the, the video top right screen, now, sorry. and mm-hmm. I always love, like, in games like this, or in things like this, where it has, like, uh, a bunch of people sitting around playing DSs together. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, that never happens. Yeah. At this point, <clears throat> I'm uh, past my mid-20s. That's not going to happen. <laughs> right. Well, that plus the thing is, like, if you're playing with people, you're probably playing online. Like, back yeah, in the day, true. you had to get together. They, right. I only hung out with other people because I was forced to. Yeah. There's no internet. (laughs) That's like no good internet. Yeah, that's like um, when I went to Jimmy John's today. First of all, I realized two things. One, um, I took my Switch. I was going to play Mario Kart because I thought the line was going to be really long. And then I had like this Nintendo fantasy pop in my head. And I was like, dude, what if someone else is playing Mario Kart on the Switch and we play together like local play? Ah! And then I was like, that's never going to happen. And then when I got in line, I realized that (laughs) I looked at the Switch and things looked a little bit different. And then I realized that that's because it's the first time that I've taken it outside into the sunlight. And (laughs) so there we go. That, that proves that this whole people huddled around playing uh, DS or Switch together isn't going to happen. Uh, I pretty much play the Switch inside and try not to go outside as much as possible. Um, Kiss anytime the door is a crack open. Yeah. I mean, I did play it on the plane, but there wasn't, like, direct sunlight on it. And I was just like, wow. Because, like, for the, the home button looks like there's supposed to be a light or something around it. And uh, uh-huh. strangely enough, in the sun, it, like, looks like it's a different color. It looks like it's purple. And I was hmm. just like, I never noticed that. And then I was like, oh, it's because I don't go outside. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh <my God>. uh... <laughs> but, but yeah, check out that 2DS if you hate your life. Um, <laughs> on to this next story. Oh, man, I'm going to have to take this one, too. Or did you read this? No. Okay. <laughs> well, you get the next one. Um, okay. But Yik Yak, which did you ever actually join Yik Yak or no? Um, I mean, I had it downloaded, but I never actually made an account. Oh, uh, okay. I don't well, think they even ever posted anything. Yeah. See, that's... I feel like ultimately... Okay, so basically, um, Yik Yak is announced uh, last week. That's kind of the thing about this show. Um, that they were... <laughs> that they were going to... I did it. <laughs> that, um, <laughs> that they were going to be shutting down. <clears throat> and they did get bought out by Square. Uh, yes, the credit card people... Credit card on your phone people, Square. And they kind of bought them just to take the engineers away from Yik Yak, not really to buy the company. And um, here's the thing. You were just saying you had it, but you never made an account. And ultimately, I feel like that was the downfall of Yik Yak because originally there was no account system. It was like fully anonymous. Uh, It was supposed to be based on college campuses. It used like your location and um, it used your location to verify that you were at least near a college campus somewhat 
and uh, you could, you know, read the yaks that were being posted around that particular college campus. It wasn't like you could just, you know, be everywhere at one time. It was supposed to be kind of like a local anonymous thing. And then because this is the United States, um, people are degenerates and started doing things like, you know, posting bomb threats on uh, on Yik Yak and doing things like saying they were going to, you know, bring guns to the campus and stuff. So that started right. to turn uh, authorities towards trying to identify these people and because it was anonymous you know they're looking at yik yak because it's their app and they don't really have a way to find out who these people are either so yeah then they implemented the account system which was supposed to be anonymous still but you had like kind of a identifier so that if she got weird they could you know at least narrow it down to like your phone number and stuff like that but um ultimately i feel like that's what turned people off of it (laughs) and um yeah, they've, they've kind of been on the downswing ever since then, and uh, now they're going to be completely gone. I can't admit, the short period of time that I did use Yik Yak, uh, had some good times. It was, it was, a, it was a good source of goose. It 4chan light. Yeah, it was. It was basically like Little Tykes 4chan. And, um, 4chan, 4chan <laughs> Junior. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. There was, it was a good source of some goofs every once in a while. It's something t- like we use most like social media applications. It's just something to scroll through when you're super duper bored. And um, yeah, kind of sad to see him go. But uh, ever since the account system, I deleted the app. So kind of don't care. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hit me with this next story. Oh, man. Where... <sighs> Well, first of all, I'm trying to figure out what this money is. What this money? Uh, yeah, oh, it's a pound. Okay. Um, oh, oh, oh. Do- um, <laughs> So there is a Indiegogo for a dick sucking robot. Oh man! <laughs> uh, just let me just drop it on you guys. Um, I was reading it earlier, and oh man, is it cringy? I'll just read some of the uh, some of the things that I read. But uh, basically, it is what it sounds like. It is a robot that sucks your dick. Um, <laughs> it's like, it long a, story short. <laughs> yep. Robotic droid sex toy is what they're called. Uh, oh, capable man. of recreating intimate human oral interaction. Ladies, <laughs> unfortunately, there is no ladies version. Yeah. Um, so I was reading some of this. And in the Indiegogo, when he's talking about the idea and how he came up with it, and well, he, I can tell you how he came up with it. <laughs> One night, late at night, when he was alone, he was thinking, man, I really wish I had my dick sucked right now. But uh, unfortunately, I don't know women. So, and I don't really have the money to shell out for a prostitute. Yeah. So, I Un- really wish... Unfortunately, I, had, I don't go outside very often. Yeah, I wish I could get my dick sucked, but like also not have to talk to anyone. Like, yeah. That would be great. <laughs> um, and thus, the Arlen Robotic, what is the full name? Arlen Robotic Service Droid 1.0 was yeah. born. Which um, already is a bad sign, because how how good often is the 1.0 version of anything? The, oh, man. Many people will lose their dicks to this toy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they, <laughs> In in the Indiegogo, he goes on to say, I'm assuming it's a he. It, it is, I'm pretty sure. I yeah. think I saw that. Um, what was that he said, I read a statistic online that up to one out of three males below the age of 30 have never had a physical relationship with a partner. Oh, man. The- you know why that is? <laughs> no, stop it. <laughs> you, you know why that is? That, okay, first of all, he says that statistic seems really sad. 
and I wonder how just how many lonely males there are out there who would never experience something as powerful as what I had emulated. <laughs> I Which like is just I, I, gross. It is, but I also like how so he reads this statistic about um, you know. Uh, one out of three males below the age of 30 have never had a physical relationship with a partner. And then instead of solving that by getting them, you know, making some kind of a service to have intimate relationships, he just makes a robot to suck dicks. Like, <laughs> that doesn't solve the actual problem, sir. Exactly. Oh, man. <laughs> that didn't, that's not going to change it to the statistic. <laughs> I really am just. The pictures, so the pictures are hilarious. Yes. If you look at the the video, there is a video. Oh, oh yeah. And it is as wonderful as you would think. <laughs> when you watch the very beginning of the video, there it shows this robot, and like really, the robot is just like a head that kind of looks. It's in the form. Of a girl. <laughs> oh man, I'm watching it God. for the first time. <laughs> yes, there you go. Watching it for the first time live. Um, and it, it, the head either looks like a girl or a guy, um, but really, it, it's just a head. So like, he puts this weird like blanket shirt thing, thing, yeah, jacket. He puts a jacket over the other part to make it look like you know it it's has a, a body, even right. though it's just a head. So yeah. it gives off the appearance as if it's just a it's a person. But like the way that it is sitting, like if someone was ever to suck a dick. Uh, I hope that they wouldn't do it like that. that. <laughs> is that the position that you 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 get in? <laughs> I don't I don't think you're maximizing your your ergonomics uh, in that particular yeah. position. That's more of a uh, what I would refer to as a Smeagol like position. <laughs> <laughs> Precious. Yeah. Uh, it honestly looks like it may or may not devour your penis. <laughs> oh. Oh so god. La- later on, uh, I just don't like the. Every it keeps using the word tube, yeah. Which I just don't like along <laughs> with the word penis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just don't like the thought of a tube for your penis. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it later on has this creepy, creepy, in my opinion, pictures of an actual human mouth, <laughs> and then two pictures of the robot's mouth. Yeah. And it's like someone. Had been described as human mouth, but wasn't quite sure on all yeah, the details. Yeah, like someone uh, tried to design a mouth after having not actually seen one before. Right. They just heard about a mouth. Yeah, they read a book uh, about what mouths are like. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I also like. Uh, so he goes into detail about the uh, the vacuum that would be created at the end of like a closed tube if your member were to you know make a seal on the inside. So yeah. he he implemented a, a valve system <laughs> to release that low pressure that oh. would be created, or sorry, the high pressure that would be created at the end of the um, the tube. And um, I don't like how he couldn't come up with a more eloquent method than making it come out of the side of her neck. Yeah, <laughs> because... it's like she has gills. Yeah, uh, and I don't dick think. Gills. Yeah, I really don't think that that's going to provide you for a pleasurable sound while uh, fellatio uh, is being performed on you by this robot. I can imagine a lot of yeah. a, a lot of whistling going on. Oh, uh, <laughs> man. Well, I you know they say whistle while you work. Yeah, oh my. God. <laughs> See, the worst is a job. <laughs> they don't there call it go. a blowjob for nothing. There you um, go. <laughs> the the worst part about it is 
they, he has so much real estate left over just like generally to put yeah. this this exhaust valve if you will and he just like nope out the side of the neck <laughs> god you, you don't, know <laughs> you don't think uh, that might break the the immersion like if you were to run your hand across that or something and you're just like oh shit <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was thinking, oh god. Okay, first of all, I was gonna say uh, we are thirty minutes in, and we uh, are already to the dick sucking stories, yeah. which does not bode well for the rest of the segment, for the rest of the uh, podcast. But with that being said, I'm gonna keep going with the story. <laughs> I was thinking, I w- the first time I saw it, I wasn't quite sure what it did, and also I'm still not. Yeah. So when I saw the suction valve, I thought that it was like to shoot out oh man Ah, you know where i'm going with it all right yeah i didn't want to have to say it okay (laughs) (laughs) well for any listeners who've made it this far (laughs) oh man well i think the greatest part about this is um now i think i was reading this a long time ago and i don't know the obvious dick suck yeah I, (laughs) (laughs) i don't know whether this is true or not but um and i this could just be complete bullshit uh tweet at me um that over 50% of the content on the internet is pornography, right? So given that, you would think that even with a, uh, we'll say, crude design like this one, you would think something like this would be fully backed with a $12,000 yeah, goal, and it, or £12,000, sorry, goal, and it's not. It's, it's only halfway there. Yes. But don't worry. There are 19 days left. Do you still have time to back yeah. them? I'm going to bookmark this because I'm interested. I'm going to donate right <laughs> yeah, now. <laughs> no, no. I'm going to bookmark this because I want to know if they uh, they get their funding. See, here's the other thing that I don't like about Indiegogo. Um, they do have it on flexible funding, which means even if they don't reach the goal, they still get all the money. Yeah. So... At this point, I guess somebody's getting their dicks up by a robot, no matter oh, <laughs> no matter what happens. <laughs> I like how all of them are, all of the like donations so far though are like for for like a robot. Mm-hmm. While the first one, which just gets you a thanks, no one's going for yeah. that. It's even though it's two pounds, <laughs> it's like no, dude, I want a robot. Yeah, which, which makes sense. I will. I also like how so there's different ones where you choose to you can only get the head or you get like the entire the whatever you want to call this the smeagol like body part and uh i count nobody went no oh wait no sorry four people went for just the head um they did they just want their dick sucked yeah it looks like a human uh that's for uh for 50 extra dollars you can choose the color of your robot head oh man (laughs) Uh, oh my god all right we gotta move on (laughs) no i had more (laughs) no we're good we're moving on so um if you hadn't heard the story already there were hackers hackers (laughs) stole a copy of orange is the new black uh season five from netflix and allegedly a lot they had they have apparently have stolen other shows is what i read Mm -hmm. and um they are asking for a uh, they're demanding a ransom from netflix otherwise they're going to release Hmm. um orange is the new black so orange is the new black season five is supposed to be coming out june 9th yeah but um 
the the infamous hacker, the Dark Overlord. Oh apparently god! Apparently, are you kidding his... about that part? No. I'm oh, not. that's cringy. The Dark, the Dark Overlord. Uh, apparently, uh, he tweeted out contents to ABC, Fox, IFC, and National Geographic, saying, "Quote: We're not playing any games anymore." <laughs> So, oh, you know, man. we got some real hacker stuff going on. So, like, what? Right now, you can already uh, you can already torrent episode one on... Uh, yeah, so he, he released episode one, and then apparently he has released episodes two through ten of the 13-episode 13 13 season in a different torrent. Huh. Mm, Wait, so, so at that point, if they've released it I all, know, right? Well, there's uh, still 13. There's three three more episodes that he hasn't released, uh, I guess. Oh, I see. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Oh man. The thing about it is, I was just like, man, maybe I'm gonna go download that, and then I remembered how much I don't care about Orange is the New Black anymore, and then I, I know, changed yeah. my mind. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to watch it early, there you go. Now you have a way. Yeah. Even 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 as it's a hard hitting story, hackers releasing it early, I'm still just like, eh. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't feel care. Like, I feel like the shocking thing about this is Orange is the New Black is on season five. I had no yeah. idea. <laughs> yeah, that's also true. Uh, I uh, never did not stick with it, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh um, man, it's all almost already been a year since I had to stop raging about Orange is the New Black. Um, Can't believe how it. How many how many seasons did you get through? Oh man, unfortunately, I've watched all of them. Oh okay. It's like a train well, I wreck. Watched... I can't stop looking. <laughs> oh, I mean, it was basically the original Netflix original. Yeah, well, I would the say OG-O. that gained them like a good amount of traction. Right, right, right. right yeah. yeah. That actually made them worth anything. What? Um. <laughs> oh, man. Well, on to a story that I think is hilarious. Yeah, I was about to say, hit me with your Fonzo favorite story of the week. <laughs> um, so, Alexa, Amazon's, uh, what is it? Their Voice assistant. Voice assistant. So, Amazon has a new Echo coming out called Echo Look. And here's the thing about Echo Look. The difference is it has a deep sensing camera mm-hmm. that can take full length photos and videos using just your voice. And when I read about this first, uh, it was advertised heavily as an echo for someone to try on clothes and it would yeah. tell them whether or not you looked good or not. <laughs> so basically this new echo look, you can say, okay, uh, Alexa, take a video and then it'll like take a video and you can look at it on your phone and you can look at yourself through your phone yeah basically uh also known as a front-facing camera uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh as well as take pictures and you know take pictures of your outfit is how it's advertised basically in this story yeah it also Um, seems like they're they're talking about like the if you don't have space for a full-length mirror it, right, because right. of like the angle of the camera it can take a full length photo and then you can like you were saying you can just look at it on your phone which honestly seems right. like a little i mean i don't know maybe i just don't give enough shits but um it seems like a little bit more work than i would be willing to go to just to look at a full length picture of my clothing i would just yeah suffice with a half length mirror and kind of peek down a little bit and we're good to go 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just look down when I'm leaving the, the house, whether or yeah. not I'm wearing pants. And yeah. And then we're good to go. It's like, all right, no uh, spaghetti stains on these jeans. <laughs> we're good. Uh, only a little bit of vomit on that pocket, <laughs> yeah. so that's no, that's no big deal. Uh, it's not on both, so we're fine. Yeah. And let's go. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the other thing, maybe I'm just, like, too edgy. The other thing that I was thinking about with this thing was, like, oh, man, just another way for hackers to take naked pictures of people in their rooms. I was actually going to say, I like how the first comment says, a new way to take naughty pictures, yeah. you say. It's like, all right. Yeah, I, I right. for some reason, I didn't think of you wanting to do it yourself. That uh-huh. I mean, that could. I guess you could do that. Um, yeah. Although, I would be concerned about, like, <laughs> Alexa trying to, like, look at your picture and analyze what you should wear based on your naked body. <laughs> That's a little bit disturbing. Oh, man. Okay, Alexa, take a picture. Yeah. Your outfit is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm naked! Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm uh, returning you, Alexa! Yeah. Oh, oh uh, so we're going to jump into a new segment called Last Week on Fashion. That was, the, that was our opening piece, and um, we're going to move into my... Mm, second favorite story of the week. Um, this last <laughs> week on like a robot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> last week on fashion is um, a sub segment of what I like to call Jake and I get triggered um, uh, because uh, don't be yeah. <laughs> well, on this one, I don't think Jake's getting nearly as triggered as I am. Um, a company, I guess, a brand, I guess, uh, by P. They're called PRPS, so I'm not really sure what that's supposed to mean or what you call them. But um, they sell jeans, uh, straight leg jeans, on Nordstrom's website. We'll put a link in the description to their entire collection. And um, if you ever heard of Diesel, the brand of jeans, you yeah. are familiar with jeans that look like regular jeans that are just overpriced for whatever reason. Well, uh, PRPS has a new spin on the overpriced jeans meme for you, and uh, for $425, you can get yourself a pair of straight leg jeans that have simulated mud all over them. Why would you want that? I am very unsure. Um, The description for these says, Heavily distressed medium blue denim jeans in a comfortable straight leg fit embody rugged Americana workwear that's seen some hard work in action with a crackled, caked-on, muddy coating that shows you're not afraid to get down and dirty. Oh, man. Except so you've you heard are. of, you've yeah. Except for you, you are. You've heard of uh, pre-ripped jeans. Yeah. Well, now they're introducing pre-mudded jeans. Yeah. I um, I feel like the pre-ripped jeans thing. I felt like a boomer when that started happening because I was like, that's stupid. And now it's kind of just like, yeah. eh, it's not really that bad. I, I can see it. On yeah. some people, it looks kind of cool. This, yeah. on the other hand, uh. well, this has actually motivated us here at last week uh, to introduce a new <laughs> new th- design company uh motif called last week fashion yeah <laughs> and we want to introduce our first item tonight on the show called the pre-pissed jeans do you, <laughs> do you wish your jeans looked like you pissed in them well now you can with our jeans pre-pissed jeans yeah You've heard of pre-washed these are pre-pissed <laughs> Oh my but God. how do you make them look so real? Well, we pee in them. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's an industry secret. Uh, we can't share that. Um, <laughs> uh, so if you, they, they if you if you, if you out there have any ideas that you want to add to our last week fashion uh, for pre jeans, uh, tweet us. Let us know what your 
pre-jeans are. I feel I feel gross saying pre-jeans. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they have some with, uh, they also have some with, like, paint. It looks like paint stains. They have a pair that honestly looks like it's supposed to look like there's blood at the top of them. I'm very confused about that one. Oh, um, man, there's others. Yeah, unfortunately, there are others. I'm getting triggered. Yeah. So uh, uh. the main thing that annoys me about it is the fact that you're spending almost 500 i'm sure after tax it's going to be 500 i like how um on nordstrom it says that you'll get free shipping i paid 425 dollars for this pair of jeans of course i get free shipping (laughs) i better anyway um i'm sure like this one jean that's like it has dye and bleach and paint stains all on it Uh It, where it literally just looks like someone threw up on their jeans yeah (laughs) (laughs) um I, I, I think the thing that triggers me the most about this whole thing is the fact that you're paying $425. And, like, if you look at the cut of the jeans, they just look like regular cut, you know, like, right. I don't yeah, know, yeah. Levi jeans, you know, like, just regular jeans. And you're paying that extra money, obviously, for the name, but also for the simulated mud. And it's like, dude, you could just buy, like, a $20 pair of jeans and just, like, roll around in the dirt and <laughs> get the same thing. Yeah. I guess the, the thing that, like, gets to me is the fact that you're, like, uh, obviously a well-off person, a rich person, to be spending $500 on one pair of jeans. So you're kind of spending a lot of money to make yourself look like you're poor. Like, you look like you're a hard, you know, like you have to work hard for your money when obviously you don't because if you did, you wouldn't be spending $425 on a pair of jeans. Right, right. Yeah. uh, I'm triggered. Um, Uh. (laughs) I'm going to get off this triggered train. And uh, so everyone's favorite sports apparel manufacturer, Reebok, basically kind of memed the uh the prps <laughs> jeans and on yeah on their website right now you can get a men's running reebok authentic sweatshirt for 425 dollars <laughs> and it is a red shirt that has been pre-sweated <laughs> um it says created by the hard-working reebok employees who always find time to sweat it out during the day we're putting in the hard work for you and giving you a pre-sweated tea for that post-workout look and smell <laughs> and some of the features are authentic sweat for those who don't have time to put in real work that's a pretty <laughs> pretty uh pretty hard shot fired there actual stains that will last forever do not wash um <laughs> accurate placement of stains created by sweaty employees after workout for maximum visibility mm. so um, uh so this is a goof because it's not actually for sale yeah it's just on their website but it's currently quote-unquote sold out yeah or is it because i did order three of them mm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, i really hope that package shows up because i was charged um <laughs> <laughs> Um, in more fashion news, okay. I do think that that's pretty fun, <laughs> I don't, they responded. Yeah, I don't know how you say this brand. I think it's Balenciaga, but I yes, am not, I so. uh, cultured, so I'm just <laughs> poor. I am a heathen. Yeah, I'm poor, poor heathen scum, so maybe yes. it's wrong, and maybe it's some kind of weird name, but... Uh, this brand selling on Barney's New York, we'll put a link in the description, is selling an Arena Extra Large, oh man, I almost read that as Ariana, Arena <laughs> <laughs> Extra Large Shopper Tote Bag. And uh, uh, to get one of these bags here, it's going to cost you $2,145. Um, it is constructed of blue wrinkled glazed leather. And uh, the thing about it is, it looks exactly like an Ikea shopping bag. Size, color, yes. and everything. 
So, <clears throat> everyone's favorite Swedish fish, Ikea, decided ah. to respond ah. and basically released an <laughs> ad for their own shopping bags <laughs> that uh, says, it's called, How to Identify an Original Ikea Fracta Bag. And they said, shake it. If it rustles, it's the real deal. Multifunctional. <laughs> it can carry hockey gear, bricks, and even water. Throw it in the dirt. A true fracta is simply rinsed off with a garden hose when dirty. And the price tag? Only 99 cents. And, there you um, go. Yeah. So you can choose whether or not you want to get the uh, the glazed blue leather or you want to go with the real deal and uh, get the fracta, which is a very strange name. I don't understand why IKEA has to make weird names for everything. <laughs> <laughs> We here at Last Week Fashion are now introducing a new item <laughs> called the plastic bag. Yeah. <laughs> Looks oh, just man. like a plastic bag. That's because it is. I The Last Week plastic bag. I'm almost willing to bet we can find like a retailer. This is our challenge for next week. Um, <laughs> someone find a retailer that makes like a plastic shopping bag except like i don't know maybe makes it out of white leather or something like that that like looks in that same you know thank you come again shopping bag style yeah but make it i want someone to find one that costs in excess of a thousand dollars please oh, um man, I'm <laughs> you're like i am looking that up now <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that uh, that concludes our last uh, week fashion segment but um i'm going to if you like i feel yeah. i feel like i'm uh, we're on the what is the, the gnc what is that the the shopping network oh uh, uh, like hsn or qvc HSN. Yeah, yeah yeah qvc that's what i was thinking yeah um where it's just like thank you for shopping at uh last week fashion <laughs> uh please come back next week to see what new items we have in store yeah uh, <laughs> well if you like getting triggered by uh rich people like i do <laughs> <laughs> i've got just the thing uh, a uh, a weekend festival that was supposed to take place on April 29th. No, the weekend of April 29th, so uh, the 26th, uh, called Fire Festival, uh, put together by Billy McFarlane and Ja Rule, was ultimately a failure. Um, I will definitely like uh, put together some tweets, like some pictures and stuff like that uh, for the description, but. Basically, this festival was uh, supposed to be the end-all, be-all of like um, like concerts, like music experiences. I think is what they call it—a musical experience or something along those lines. Um, tickets yeah. started anywhere from one thousand dollars, and I saw all the way up to two hundred and fifty thousand on the high end. Um, you were supposed to have, you know, gourmet food. There were supposed to be models. There were supposed to be yachts. There were supposed to be um, Ja Rule, um, Blink-182, other relevant artists that Nami's like that I can't think of right now. Oh, Major Laser. Major Laser um, Disclosure was supposed to be there. They were supposed to be just like this huge show. Um, they were supposed to have like chefs, everything like that. Your uh, flight was well i I was gonna say it was taken care of but you paid for it um (laughs) but you were supposed to get flown there flown back it was going to take place on the bahamas on the island of great exuma and um you know it's supposed to be wild style uh the island that you're supposed to stay on was uh previously owned by pablo escobar a famous drug lord i'm not really sure why people wanted that but sure uh you were supposed to be living lavish and you were supposed to be able to meet up with the artists and everything like that just wild and crazy kids um ultimately none of that happened when they when most of the 
the first set of passengers or attendees for a fire festival showed up uh literally nothing was set up <laughs> oh man <laughs> the, none of the artists showed up uh there was no tents none of the places where you were supposed to get your food none of the bungalows that you were supposed to stay in like your you know like your hotel room or whatever you want to call it um none of that was there everything it was just they showed up and there was just nothingness um after you know getting people off of the plane and getting their bags off and stuff like that they sit they you know find a place to get people to sit down and they decided to serve them food uh from one of the supposedly one of the gourmet chefs that they were supposed to have on site uh for a fire festival and what was their food a small salad uh, with two slices of sandwich bread with a piece of cheese on top of it in a styrofoam plate. Huh. Um, so basically, a lot of people spent a lot of money for nothingness. Um, yes. I do have a link that I'll put in the description from a... Ooh, I can't remember what her position is called. But basically, she like... Uh, oh, she, she talent she, producer. She was, yeah, talent, yeah. Yeah, so she was a talent producer for Fire Festival. And um, unfortunately, the execs at fire festival did not get her to sign a non-disclosure agreement so she basically tells all about how from the beginning this whole thing was going to be screwed basically a lot of the higher up people not doing things like booking the artists on time um they had contacted artists but not paid them um they you know ended up waiting until it was crunch time and uh, th- a lot of the other talent producers and coordinators and stuff like that came together and were just like, hey, look, for us to put this together in the time that you allotted, it's going to take $50 million. And they were, oh, God. yeah. Uh, and basically, you know, they were recommending, hey, refund everyone's money, recruit, regroup for next year. We'll have it next year, the same time, but we're going to start planning it now and like getting everything right lined up so that this time next year everything should be good and they were all just like eh let's do it anyway uh yeah they were like we got the money let's do it and um at that point they had started to fire off some of the people who were basically telling them hey this can't happen and eventually she ended up quitting herself only of course to find out later that the entire thing just bombed um there are so many like pictures of people who uh you know tweeted out being there and stuff like that i found another um story that someone was telling where when they were supposed to be leaving and flying back to miami first of all the audacity for them to say that um everyone's flight will be complimentary it's not really complimentary if you yeah. pay like a quarter of a million dollars to go there i don't really think that's yeah. a complimentary flight but they they said they were gonna fly them back complimentary and of course because these people are supposed to be on the flight individually not with like uh you know like people of, of the public it wasn't open to the public um they got all the people on the flight and they were going down the docket the list to make sure that everyone was on the flight who was supposed to be and they couldn't find one person like one person's name didn't match up so instead of trying Uh to find that person not on the plane they just took everyone off of the plane and and like basically just said we're gonna just start the whole thing over the whole boarding process over so they ended up waiting hours upon hours upon hours to finally get back on the plane and then get they were flying uh they were supposed to be flying to and from Miami uh between the Bahamas. Uh they were supposed to have like 12 flights a day. It was supposed to be just like ridiculous craziness and um yeah. 
ultimately, I guess this is what happened when you try to go above and beyond. But um, I was t I wanted to tell you this in the pre-show, but I, I don't know if it's as good as a goof as I think it is. But I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> um, one of the favorite tweets that I saw about uh, Fire Festival was someone saying that the rich kids that paid to go to Fire Festival ended up ex having the experience of the refugees that their parents don't want in the country. Um. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, man. So, yeah, um, I did some pretty deep research into Fire Festival. I'll put as many links and like pictures and stuff like that as I can in the script because I personally find it hilarious. But um, I find this next story yeah. hilarious. <laughs> Hit me with it. <laughs> And that is for good reason. By the way, welcome to our Goofs and Gaffs segment. If you made it this far, congratulations. You're the winner of our new fashion item. The plastic bag. Yeah. <laughs> the plastic bag. Oh, my God. The last week plastic bag. Um, so, really, this whole show has been a Goofs and Gaffs segment. But I really think that these last two stories are the creme de la crop. Uh, we have a penguin in a Japanese zoo. So this zoo did a uh, like a, like a so social media sort of thing. They were trying to get people to come to the zoo, so <laughs> they put uh, these anime characters in certain exhibits to try and like get people to come, come see the the anime characters as well as the animals, mm -hmm. the anime and the animal. <laughs> um, and one of the penguins fell in love with one of the uh, anime characters. And I don't know whether or not they did this on purpose, but at least this this anime character that is in the penguin exhibit, she kind of looks like a penguin a little bit. Yeah. She's wearing like a... She's standing and also wearing kind of like what a penguin you might think would look like yeah. if a penguin was an anime girl. Yeah. Um, so I, I really just love this, <laughs> this title, Japan Puts Anime in Zoo. And Penguin adopts a wife. Just <laughs> sells it all. Um, so, oh man, I just love how cringy this, this story is written too. Because it says, The Taboo Zoo was hoping to bring otaku and children alike to their exhibits. But they accidentally turned one of their penguins into an otaku. Oh my god. Uh, oh man. So, this penguin, who is actually pretty old. It's a 20-year-old penguin. Oh. Uh, they put this, this, like I said, this anime character in there. Uh, the one that they put in, and all these characters are apparently they're pair. They're like I said, they're trying to do like a pairing with social media. So it's from this Ken Kim, Kimono hmm. friend. I don't know what that is. I assume it's a show or something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, oh, I see. Kimono friends. I don't know what that is either. I don't know what it is. <laughs> but they put one in certain exhibits, and the one they put in his exhibit was named Hululu. Hululu. Oh man. And um. <laughs> The penguin, Grapecun, that's the name of the penguin, Grapecun, <laughs> fell in love with Hululu, and there are tons and tons of pictures of, uh, not only just pictures of the penguin just staring intently and lovingly <laughs> at this anime girl, but also people, like, thought it was so funny that people started drawing pictures, so of course it's the internet, yeah. there's, like, drawn pictures of an anime girl and a penguin, uh, <laughs> As goofy as this story is, it does have a happy ending. Yeah. But uh, as goofy as it is, it's a little sad because the penguin uh, was not just in love. He was in love, serious love, oh, God. infatuation. Because this penguin stops eating. It was so infatuated with um, 
his anime waifu that he just stopped eating. He stopped talking and socializing with other penguins. He just stared at the penguin. Oh, the, my. The penguin girl all the time. So there's one picture that I think is hilarious but also sad where we say grape cun uh, fenced off from his anime waifu, his anime princess, staring still at her. He misses her. Just oh, let them God. be together. Uh, oh, my God. So... Unfortunately, they had to take out the anime waifu. Yeah. This, by the way, this is just this is a cardboard cutout. Yeah. This is what it is. It's not I don't even. Think I made that clear earlier. I mean, uh, they had to remove the the uh, the cardboard cutout from the exhibit because <laughs> he was too infatuated with her, <laughs> which is hilarious. I was gonna say it's not even like a statue, like a three D model, but everyone knows two D girls are better than three D girls. So very true. Very true. <laughs> so. Uh, uh, hopefully one day Grapecon can be reunited with his wife <laughs> until I, that day. We pray for you. I was trying not to let my, my weeb instincts come out, but it's Grape Coon. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. I knew I was mispronouncing it. I was trying to Grape hold it Coon. in. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was saying that wrong. Uh, I could hear you cringe yeah. every time I said Grapecon. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, I gotta also, hold I the weeb this. in. <laughs> oh man. Apparently... <laughs> Sorry, I, I was just rereading this, and it said that they actually fenced him off because they were afraid he was gonna fall into the pool. Oh, um, is what is the official stance? But we all know the real reason. <laughs> yeah, they were trying to keep him away from his wife. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, this is hilarious. So if you have some time, check out those check out those pictures. Yeah, and links in the description as always. The fan art is great. <laughs> the fan art's pretty funny. <laughs> Uh, let me let me hear that last story. Oh, God. It's a good one. This one is, I think, ugh, it's it's a tough, it's a toss up. I think this might have to take the the new spot of my favorite story of this week. Um, <laughs> a guy who's I really wish I didn't have to say a guy because I should know his name. Um, went to a riot taking place at UC Berkeley, um, and decided to <laughs> pull a Kendall Jenner and hand out Pepsi's. Uh, he has a video that he uploaded on YouTube of him going to the store, getting some Pepsis on sale, three for twelve, by the way, and um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he shows up at the protest. He tries to get in, and the first cop um, won't let him in, and with the Pepsis, and he asks why, and the cop says because people have brought those in, and they end up getting used as projectiles. So he says, "All right, I guess I'll have to find another way in." So he goes around, finds another way in, and the first Pepsi that he gives to an active protester gets used as a projectile and gets thrown at someone. <laughs> but it is hilarious uh, how he walks around and, you know, he's like, <laughs> people are fighting and things like that, and he's like trying to reach in and offer them a Pepsi and stuff like that. He did meet up with some other people who had the same idea during the video. They were walking around with like a 24-pack of, uh, of Pepsi as well. Um, he constantly refers to it as the drink of the new generation. <laughs> um, he did try and give some cops some Pepsis. Uh, no one, they didn't take any, unfortunately. That might have stopped the riot, but it is pretty <laughs> hilarious. Um, I think the funniest, or one of the funniest things, because I don't want to spoil too much about the video, but one thing that I will say is he starts making a, a quote-unquote lost and found yeah. on the, the dumpster. <laughs> He just finds people's lost stuff and just starts putting it, collecting it all in one spot. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, 
That was pretty funny. It's, um, like I was telling Jake before the show, it's one of the few videos that I've seen in quite some time where it got to the end and I wanted it to be longer. I wanted it to keep <laughs> going. Um, so I would oh, highly recommend watching that. Um, oh, man. As I'm scrolling <laughs> scrolling through this website, I found a new story for next week's Last Week on Fashion. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Continuing the story. Yeah. If you like the stories that we did this week, or if you want to listen to any other stories that we've done in the past, <laughs> check out our website, Last Week on the Internet, as well as you can follow us wherever podcasts are sold. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're on iTunes, Google Play. Uh, that's pretty much it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the only one that matters. You can uh, if you find do us like, on Twitter. Um, oh, well, I was going to say, if you do like uh, our podcast, go ahead and... Uh, Subscribe, hit that like, smash that, smash that like yeah. button. <laughs> Let's get 5,000 likes on this video. Oh um, and leave us a review. Let us know what you think. What is, what, tell us, tell us what you like, what you don't like, what we can improve on. You know what? Keep that to yourself. Yeah. We don't fucking yeah. care. <laughs> leave us, we need some, uh, we need some more iTunes reviews. So yeah, leave us a review on iTunes. And if you got a friend who um, doesn't listen to the show, go ahead and uh, give him a listen. Smack him in the face. Oh my, yeah. <laughs> uh, Tie them down or, or get, get them in a, in, a, in a captive audience position. Maybe you're uh, in the car on a long drive and you just put the show on. their ears. Yeah. <laughs> put the show on. They can't, they can't change the station. Um, yeah. Let's see. We are on Twitter at Last Week Podcast. We use the hashtag LWOTI. Um, we did the website. We have an email account that I don't check that often. Uh, you can follow. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's you got your own. So you can follow Fonz on. Oh yeah, Twitter. you can follow me at on Twitter um, at hobby underscore grade. It's my personal Twitter, so tweet that rage at me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we do have an email account. Um, it's last week on the internet at gmail dot com. And new uh, opening this week. Oh man, Jake and never I. Never before seen. Yeah, never before seen. Jake and I are actually selling our souls to the devil. And <laughs> by the time this show is up, it's not up. Or by the time the episode is up, it should be live. Jake and I are starting a Patreon. So if you actually like our show that much, you can um, donate to us on Patreon. We're, we have some pretty cool reward tiers that we're working on so far. I actually just thought of another one that I'm going to talk <laughs> to you about after the show. But um, if as long as it's actually maybe, up, then you'll be able to see it. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, um, I think that's all of our social media stuff, more or less. Yeah, I don't think we. Oh wait, we have a wildly successful Flipboard magazine. Oh, what? How do we? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can search for uh, last week. Still on looking the for a way to make money on yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got to run our own ads in our Flipboard magazine. <laughs> oh God, no. <laughs> uh, oh man, last week fashion. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I think that is all of our social stuff. We have a fake Tumblr account. <laughs> no one, no one yeah. cares about it. No. Oh, I'm going to kill it. Oh, my God. Kill it <laughs> with fire. Oh, man. Deactivate it. <laughs> well, yeah. This was episode 34 of Last Week on Fashion, and we'll catch you next week.